Innalhamdulillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ufiru Wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa sayyiati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalah Wa man yudlil falahadiyalah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Amma ba'd so today then, Avkarul Khuruji min al Manzil. Some of the du'as that you're supposed to read when leaving home. When you leave your home and you go out, there are certain du'as that can be read. So that is what we're going to discuss today. لَقَدْ ثَبَتَ فِي السُنَّةِ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أَذْكَارٌ مُبَارَكَةٌ وَأَدْعِيَةٌ نَافِعَةٌ يَقُولُهَا الْمُسْلِمُ إِذَا خَرَجَ مِنْ مَنْزِلِهِ There are many blessed du'as and beneficial du'as that a Muslim can read when exiting his home. فَإِذَا قَالَهَا حُفِظَ بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ So if you say these du'as, as you're leaving your home, you're exiting to go out somewhere, you say these supplications, then you will be, by the permission of Allah, safeguarded when you go out and do your things. وَكُفِيَّ مَا أَهَمَّهُ And... Whatever is on your mind, whatever job you have to do, whatever you're going out for, it will be made easy for you. It will be sufficed for you. And you'll be protected from evils and calamities when going out. And you'll be guided to the path of truth and correct the correct path and the path of truth so we have here one of those du'as narrated from Anas ibn Malik radiyallahu anhu anna nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said إِذَا خَرَجَ الرَّجُلُ مِنْ بَيْتِهِ When a man leaves his house, فَقَالْ And he says, بِسْمِ اللَّهِ تَوَكَّلْتُ عَلَى اللَّهِ وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ قَالْ يُقَالُ حِينَ إِذِنْ هُدِيتَ وَكُفِيتَ وَوُقِيتَ فَيَتَنَحَّى عَنْهُ الشَّيْطَانِ فَيَقُولُ شَيْطَانٌ آخَرٌ كَيْفَ لَكَ بِرَجُلٍ قَدْ هُدِيَ وَكُفِيَ وَوُقِيَ So the Prophet ﷺ said, when a man leaves his home and he says, this is the dua now, بسم الله تَوَكَّلْتُ عَلَى اللَّهِ وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ In the name of Allah, Bismillah, seeking aid and assistance in Allah. In the name of Allah, 
I trust upon Allah. I put my trust in Allah. Tawakkaltu ala Allah. Wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah. And there is no might, no power except by Allah. In the name of Allah, I put my trust in Allah. And there is no might, no power except by Allah. Bismillah. Tawakkaltu ala Allah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. So when a person says that, when leaving his home, when exiting from his home, then it is said to him that you have been guided and you have been sufficed and you have been protected. That person is guided and sufficed and protected and the shaitan <coughs> turns away from him. The shaitan turns away from him. And another shaitan says, what can you do with a man who has been guided and sufficed and protected now. Meaning they can't do anything. So this is one of the supplications that have been mentioned when leaving your home. That you say, Bismillah, in the name of Allah, tawakkaltu ala Allah, I put my trust in Allah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. There is no might, no power except by Allah. And when you say that dua leaving your home, then you are guided and protected and sufficed in your affairs. And so the shaitan turns away from you. When leaving your home now, you go out, shaitan turns away from you. Another shaitan says, what can you do with a man who has now been protected? A man who is now guided and sufficed and protected, what can you do? You cannot do anything. So the shayateen are clear of him. وَهَذَا الذِّكْرِ الْمُبَارَكْ نَافِعٌ لِلْمُسْلِمَ يَقُولَهُ فِي كُلِّ مَرَّةِ يَخْرُجُ فِيهَا مِنْ بَيْتِهِ لِقَضَاءِ شَيْءٍ مِنْ مَصَالِحِهِ الدِّينِيَّ وَالدُّنْيَوِيَّ So this dua, a person should say it every time you leave your home. Whenever you leave your home to go out, work or lesson or wherever you're going out. When leaving your home, then read this dua. وَذَلِكَ لِيَكُونَ مَحْفُوظًا فِي سَيْرِهِ So that you are protected wherever you go then. وَمُعَانًا فِي قَضَاءِ مَصَالِحِ And that you have the aid of Allah in doing whatever you're going out to do. مُسَدَّدًا فِي وَجْهَتِهِ وَحَاجَتِهِ That you are given success in going and doing what you wanted to do. Whatever it is you went out for, then it's made easy for you and made good for you. وَلَعَبْدُ لَا غِنَى لَهُ عَنْ رَبِّهِ طَرْفَةَ عَيْنِ And a servant cannot do without his Lord even the blink of an eye. You could not survive without Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even the blink of an eye you could not survive by yourself. بأن يكون له حافظا ومؤيدا ومسددا وهاديا لا ينال العبد ذلك إلا بالتوجه إلى الله عز وجل في حصوله ونيله 
to be aided and guarded and guided, protected. You cannot gain any of those things except from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you make this dua when leaving your home to gain that protection and guidance and make your affairs easy for you when you go out. فَأَرْشَدَ صَلَوَاتُ اللَّهِ وَسَلَامُهُ عَلَيْهِ مَنْ خَرَجَ مِنْ مَنْزِلِهِ إِلَىٰ أَنْ يَقُولْ هَذَا الذِّكْرِ الْمُبَارَكِ لِيُهْدَى فِي طَرِيقِهِ وَلِيُكْفَى هَمَّهُ وَحَاجَةَ وَلِيُوْقَى الشُّرُورِ وَالْآفَاتِ So you should say this dua, this blessed dua, so that you are guided in what you do when you go out, and that it's made easy for you and your issue is done for you, what you went out to do, and that you are protected from any evils occurring to you when you go out. So in this dua then, it is supposed to be said at the time when you are leaving your home. إِذَا خَرَجَ الرَّجُلُ مِنْ بَيْتِهِ When a man leaves his home. So as you are leaving, as you are leaving, going out the door leaving, then you say this dua. And this doesn't have to be your own home. Imagine you are away somewhere and you're staying in a hotel. As you leave the hotel, you can say this dua. The point is that you say this dua as you're leaving the residence you're in. Normally that will be your own home. But maybe you're in a hotel somewhere, you're staying somewhere else. Even then when you go out to take care of your affairs and do what you're doing, you can read this dua as you're exiting from that hotel or wherever it might be too. So you begin by saying, Bismillah. In the name of Allah. And what does it mean whenever you say Bismillah in the name of Allah? It means that you are seeking isti'ana. That you are seeking aid and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Seeking aid and assistance from Allah. And protection and guardianship from Allah. That's Bismillah in the name of Allah i.e. that I'm seeking guardianship and protection in Allah and aid and assistance in Allah. That's the meaning of in the name of Allah. Tawakkaltu ala Allah. That I put my trust in Allah. Ay i'tamadtu alayh. وَفَوَّضْتُ جَمِيعَ أُمُورِي إِلَيْهِ That I depend on Allah and I entrust all of my affairs to Allah فَالتَّوَكُّلُ هُوَ الْاَعْتَمَادُ وَالتَّفْوِيضُ وَهُوَ مِنْ أَعْمَالِ الْقُلُوبَ Having that trust and dependence in Allah it is from the actions of the heart. وَلَا يَجُوزُ صَرْفُهُ لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ And so it is not permissible to do that. 
have that trust and dependence and reliance in other than Allah. You put your trust and dependence and reliance in Allah alone. And Allah told us to do that in the Quran. And upon Allah put your trust if indeed you are believers. Put your trust and your dependence in Allah if indeed you are believers. And that is a condition in Iman. A condition of your Iman is that you have your trust and reliance in Allah. If your trust and dependence is in others besides Allah, then that is not a true sign of your Iman. Your Iman is that you have your trust in Allah, your dependence in Allah. You supplicate to Allah. وَالتَّوَكُّلُ أَجْمَعْ أَنْوَاعِ الْعِبَادَةِ وَأَعْلَى مَقَامَاتِ التَّوْحِيدِ وَأَعْظَمُهَا Having trust in Allah, it is from the greatest of the comprehensive types of worship. And it is one of the highest aspects of your tawheed that you recognize you need to put your trust completely in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah said in the Quran, وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَسْبُهُ That whomsoever puts their trust in Allah, then Allah will suffice you. Allah will be enough for you. Whomsoever puts their trust in Allah, then Allah will be enough for you. وَمَنْ كَانَ اللَّهُ كَافِيهِ فَكَافِيَهُ فَلَا مَطْمَعْ فِيهِ لِعَدُوْ so if Allah is in your protection, then no enemy can do anything to you. No shaitan, no enemy could harm you or do any type of wrong to you if Allah is the one in your protection and guardianship and Allah is the one sufficing you. And then you say at the end of the dua, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. That there is no might, no power, except by Allah. That you recognize nobody can do anything, nobody has any control, nobody has any power besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. So the dua here, it is to say when you leave your home, what? What do you say when leaving the home, then what is the dua? Excellent. You got the answer. And you weren't even here when we said it. Excellent. So, you say the dua, Bismillah. Tawakkaltu ala Allah. Wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. And when you say that, yuqalu hina idhin. 
يقال لك ماذا يقال حينئذ when you say this dua when you leave your home then it is said to you hudita wa kufita wa wuqita that you have been guided and you have been sufficed meaning what you go out to do it will be made easy for you it will be done and wuqit you have been protected and when you do that fayatanaha anhu ash-shaytan yatanaha anhu ash-shaytan عندما يقول هذا الدعاء when you say this dua the shaytan turns away from you cannot come to you ay yabtaid anhu ash-shaytan لانه من كان هذا شانه فلا سبيل للشيطان عليه somebody who's been guided by allah protected by allah saved from the evils then no shaytan can do anything to you so imagine that's a very important point so many people leave their homes don't do this dua imagine the ones who leave their homes and do this dua they are leaving with protection from allah and the shaytan can't come close to them but the others who leave their homes with no dua and the shaytan has his opportunity with them surely you want protection from the shaytan want protection when you go out and do your things simple easy dua to read bismillah tawakkaltu ala allah la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah fayaqulu shaytanun akhar then another shaytan says kayfa laka bi rajulin qad hudiya قد هدي وكفي ووقي يعني يقول احد الشياطين لهذا الشيطان الذي كان يريد اغواء هذا الشخص وايذاءه كيف لك برجل قد هدي وكفي ووقي كيف لك السبيل الى اغواء وايذاء رجل نال هذه الخصال الهدايه هذه الخصال الهدايه والكفايه والوقايه so imagine when you're leaving your home when you're leaving your home and you're going out there's a shaitan who wants to try and do some bad to you there's a shaitan who was planning to do some bad to you but now you've read this dua when you're leaving your home so now you have this protection from allah so another shaitan says to him what are you going to be able to do now this man is guided and protected and uh sufficed by allah what are you going to do with him now meaning you can't do anything to him now so the other shaitan says to the first one you can't do anything now what are you going to be able to do now he's protected and guarded by allah now so that is why it is important to remember this dua when leaving the homes it protects a person from the shaitan ومن الاذكار العظيمه النافعه للمسلم عند خروجه من منزله ما ثبت في سنن ابي داود وابن ماجه وغيرهما عن ام سلمه رضي الله عنها قالت another one of the supplications that you can read when leaving the home is mentioned by ام سلمه رضي الله عنها ما خرج النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من بيتي قط الا 
رفع طرفه إلى السماء فقال she said the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم never left my home except that he would raise his sight to the sky and say اللهم إني أعوذ بك أن أضل أو أضل أو أزل أو أزل أو أظلم أو أظلم أو أجهل أو يجهل علي That she said the Prophet وسلم, never used to go out from my home except that he used to raise his sight to the heavens and say, Oh Allah, indeed I seek refuge in you from misguiding or being misguided or tripping up, going into wrong or being tripped up or oppressing or being oppressed or being upon ignorance or others being ignorant with me being foolish and wrong with me so this is another dua inni allahumma inni a'udhu bika min or a'udhu bika an adhilla aw udhal aw azilla aw uzal أو أظلم أو أظلم أو أجهل أو يجهل علي وهو حديث عظيم ودعاء مبارك يجدر بالمسلم أن يحافظ عليه عند خروجه من منزله تأسيا بالنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الذي كان يحافظ عليه عند كل خروج من منزله كما يدل على ذلك قول أم سلمة رضي الله عنها ما خرج النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من بيتي قط إلا رفع طرفه إلى السماء فقال ثم ذكرت هذا الدعاء She said basically the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم used to do this dua every single time he left the home every single time he left the home he would make this dua ولو تأملت هذا الدعاء if you think about this dua لوجدت أنه موافق للحديث السابق في الغاية والمقصود فقوله في الحديث السابق هديت موافق لقوله في هذا الحديث اللهم إني أعوذ بك أن أضل أو أضل وقوله كفيت موافق لقوله أظلم أو أظلم وقوله وقيت موافق لقوله أزل أو أزل أو أجهل أو يجهل علي If you think about the last dua which was بسم الله توكلت على الله لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله But then what is said to him هديت وَكُفِيْتَ وَوُقِيْتَ This is very similar to that. That in the previous dua it mentioned when you make the dua you have been guided. When you go out you're not going to go into misguidance, you've been guided. That's the same here. أَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ أَظِلَّ أَوْ أُضَلْ I seek refuge in you that I, be mis- that I misguide or be misguided. 
Meaning that you want to be upon the guidance. In the other one it said, Kufita. In this one it mentions, the fact that you have been Kufita, that neither you oppress nor anybody oppresses you. And similarly, Wuqita, that you've been protected from tripping up or being tripped up, meaning into some wrong and misguidance, or being upon ignorance, or others being ignorant towards you and foolish towards you. So the meanings of the two du'as, they overlap. And they are very similar. The meanings of both of the supplications. Both of these narrations indicate that the Prophet ﷺ used to make the dua of leaving the home every single time he left the home. That he would make the dua every single time he left home. How often would he make the dua? How many times would the Prophet ﷺ make the dua? When would he make the dua? Every time when he would go out. Every time when he would leave the home and he would go out, then he would make this dua. So it indicates that you're supposed to do it regularly. Every time you leave the home. وَكَلَامُهَا رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا كَلَامُ أُمْ سَلَمَةَ فِي أَوَّلِ هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ فِيهِ دَلَالَةَ ظَاهِرَةَ على مواظبة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم على قول هذا الدعاء في كل مرة يخرج فيها صلوات الله وسلامه عليه من منزله وفي هذا دلالة على أهمية مواظبة المسلم على هذا الدعاء في كل مرة يخرج فيها من منزله تأسيا من النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. So the Prophet ﷺ used to do it every single time and that shows that a Muslim should copy the Prophet ﷺ and do what? The Muslim should copy the Prophet ﷺ and do what? Looks like you can't hear properly where you're sitting. Come and sit at the front. Then you can hear better, you'll know the answers. So the Prophet ﷺ used to make the dua every single time when he left the home. Every single time when he left the home, he would make that dua. So this shows that a Muslim shouldn't forget. You should make the dua every single time when you leave the home. Also in the second dua, it mentions that he used to say it whilst looking where? Up into the heavens. Whilst looking up to the heavens that he would make that dua. So this indicates the highness of Allah. That Allah is the most high above the heavens, above the creation. So the Prophet ﷺ would raise his eyesight up in making that dua. Then the other side of things is the supplication you make when So these were the ones that you say when you leave the home. So the other du'as are going to be when you come back to your home. 
You enter your home. What are the du'as to be read when returning to your home? لَقَدْ وَرَدَ فِي السُنَّةِ أَذْكَارٌ عَظِيمَةٌ مُتَعَلِّقَةٌ بِمَا يَنْبَغِي لِلْمُسْلِمِ أَنْ يَقُولَهُ عِنْدَ دُخُولِ الْمَنْزِلِ That there are supplications mentioned in the sunnah, great and tremendous supplications that a Muslim should say when coming into his residence. وفي الجملة في الجملة generally يستحب للمسلم أن يقول عند دخول المنزل it is recommended that a Muslim should always say when coming back into his residence Bismillah to say Bismillah when entering back into his home وَأَنْ يُكْثِرَ مِنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ And to do a lot of the remembrance of Allah generally. وَأَنْ يُسَلِّمَ سَوَأَنْ كَانَ فِي الْبَيْتِ أَحَدٌ أَمْ لَا And to say the salam, going back into your home, even if there is nobody there. To say Bismillah, and to say the salam, entering the home, even if nobody is there. It is mentioned, in the hadith of Jabir ibn Abdullah, radiyallahu anhu in Sahih Muslim, that he heard the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam say, إِذَا دَخَلَ الرَّجُلُ بَيْتَهُ When a man enters his home, فَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ عِنْدَ دُخُولِهِ And he mentions Allah, remembers Allah when entering وَعِنْدَ طَعَامِهِ And remembers Allah when eating then قَالَ الشَّيْطَانِ Then the shaytan says لَا مَبِيتَ لَكُمْ وَلَا عَشَاءَ لَكُمْ there is nowhere for you to stay and there is nothing for you to eat. Because you have done the remembrance of Allah when you've gone into your home and therefore the shaitan cannot come in. And you've done the remembrance of Allah when eating your food and so the shaitan cannot eat. وَإِذَا دَخَلَ وَإِذَا دَخَلَ فَلَمْ يَذْكُرِ اللَّهَ عِنْدَ دُخُولِ But if you go into your home and you don't remember Allah when entering, you don't do any dua when entering your home, when going into your home, قَالَ الشَّيْطَانِ Then the shaytan says, أَدْرَكْتُمُ الْمَبِيتِ You've got a place to stay. The shaytan says, you've got a place to stay. وَإِذَا لَمْ يَذْكُرِ اللَّهَ عِنْدَ طَعَامِهِ And when you sit down then and you eat and you don't say Bismillah, you don't do the remembrance of Allah when starting to eat, قَالَ الشَّيْطَانِ The shaytan says, أَدْرَكْتُمُ الْمَبِيتَ وَالْعَشَاءِ That you've got yourself a place to stay and you've got yourself the food to eat. So look at this hadith in Sahih Muslim. Sahih Muslim. 
When a person enters his home and does the remembrance of Allah and then sits down and eats and does the remembrance of Allah first, Shaitan says you've got nowhere to stay tonight and you've got nothing to eat tonight. But if a person enters his home and doesn't do any remembrance of Allah and then sits down to eat and doesn't do any remembrance of Allah, Shaitan says you've got yourselves a place to stay and you've got yourselves food to eat. هذا دل على أن ذكر المسلم لربه عند دخوله منزله وعند طعامه وشرابه سبب حفظه ووقايته من الشيطان. This hadith shows that when a Muslim enters his home and when a Muslim is gonna eat his food. That he remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that gives him protection, gives him guardianship from the shaitan. If in shaitan yatba'ul muslima fi ahwalihi kulliha. Because the shaitan follows a Muslim in the Muslim's state. Whatever your state is, the shaitan follows you in your state. So when you're going into your home, shaitan is following you into your home. And when you're going to eat, the shaitan is ready to eat. When you're going to drink, the shaitan is ready to drink. فَإِذَا ذَكَرَ الْمُسْلِمُ رَبَّهُ خَنَسَ الشَّيْطَانُ وَأَيْأَسَ مِنْهُ وَلَمْ يَقْرَبْهُ but if you do those things, entering your home, eating your food, drinking your drink, upon the remembrance of Allah, you do the remembrance of Allah. When you enter your home, you do the remembrance of Allah. When eating your food, you do the remembrance of Allah. When drinking your drink, then the shaitan slips away and disappears hides away from you. There is no residence for him. There is no food for him. There is no drink for him. And he loses any hope in getting anything out of you and disappears. And you are therefore guarded and protected from the plots and the whisperings of the shaitan. But if you forget to do any remembrance when entering your home or when eating your food or your drink, then the shaitan participates alongside with you, joins in with you enters your home with you, eats with you, drinks with you, because you have not done the remembrance of Allah in those different things that you've been doing. This shows, therefore, that the remembrance of Allah, the dhikr, it expels the shaitan. It expels the shaitan. It distances, gets rid of the shaitan from you. When you do dhikr entering your home, 
shaitan cannot enter with you. When you do dhikr exiting your home, shaitan cannot harm you outside. When you do dhikr before eating your food and drinking your drink, then the shaitan cannot eat and drink with you. But a person who doesn't do any of this dhikr, doesn't do any of this remembrance ever, that means the shaitan is always with you doing all those things and whispering and doing the evil and planning and plotting with you everywhere you are, whatever you're doing. So one of the ways to repel the shaitan, to remove the shaitan from you, to distance the shaitan from you, is to make sure that you're doing your du'as on a regular basis every day. Allah alam. If, uh, if three of the people are entering the home together, is it enough only for one or all? It would appear that everybody should do it. Because it is guardianship for everyone then. You are seeking guardianship from Allah. You are seeking protection from Allah from the whisperings and the plots and the plans of the shaitan. So it would appear that everybody do the dua as you enter your homes. And certainly when you're exiting, you do the dua, everybody. Because all of you, you're going to do your thing, whatever's going to happen outside. So you seek protection from Allah, from the shaitan. Or you seek protection in Allah, from the shaitan. So it would appear that everybody does it. But we can have a look and the homework can be to try and research and see if there is any statements of the scholars regarding that situation. A kafir entering the house, a kafir, his dua like this, a dua of tawheed, he doesn't even believe, then that doesn't make any sense for a kafir. A kafir, he doesn't believe, he wants to be with the shaitan anyway. A kafir isn't going to make dua to Allah, a kafir isn't going to, he's not, none of this is applicable. No, a kafir can't do any worship until he's upon tawheed. He can read this dua, he can do what he wants, but it's not accepted from him until he accepts Islam. So this is of course for the Muslim. The Muslim reads this dua, puts his trust in Allah. The kafir doesn't. The kafir doesn't care about any of these things. وَلِهَذَا وَرَدَ فِي الْحَدِيثِ الْمُتَقَدِّمِ أَنَّ الشَّيْطَانَ عِنْدَمَا يَسْمَعُ الْإِنسَانَ يَذْكُرُ اللَّهِ عِنْدَ دُخُولِ مَنْزِلِهِ And that's why in the narration it mentions when the shaitan hears a person making the dua, when you're going into the home, the shaitan says there is no residence for you tonight then. Shaitan knows now he can't get in there. He says to his army, the shayateen, says to them all, you can't get in there tonight now. You can't get in there. And similarly, when you do the remembrance before eating, then the shaitan also tells all of his army, there's nothing for you tonight, no food for you tonight here. So that's why it is very important for a person to remember these supplications. ذَكَرَ كَثِيرٌ مِنَ الْمُفَسِّرِينَ أَنَّهُ يَدْخُلُ فِي مُشَارَكَةِ الشَّيْطَانِ فِي الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَوْلَادِ تَرْكُ التَّسْمِيَةِ عِنْدَ الطَّعَامِ وَالشَّرَابِ وَالْجِمَاعِ وَأَنَّهُ إِذَا لَمْ يُسَمِّ اللَّهَ فِي ذَلِكَ شَارَكَ فِيهِ الشَّيْطَانِ كَمَا وَرَدَ فِي الْحَدِيثِ 
هذا قول الشيخ عبد الرحمن السعدي رحمه الله تعالى الشيخ عبد الرحمن السعدي رحمه الله تعالى he died now one of the scholars from a few years ago he said a person who does not remember Allah then the shaitan is always with you participating and in with you in your food in your home even in the intimate relations the intercourse between the husband and the wife if the remembrance of Allah is not done there is a dua if it is not done then the shaitan participates in that also as the salaf mentioned too so a person wishes to rid the shaitan and get rid of the shaitan away from him in all of his circumstances whatever you're doing then you must remember to do the remembrance of Allah the dhikr the dua beginning with the basmalah in the name of Allah seeking aid and assistance and protection in all of the affairs whatever you might be doing وقوله السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين عند دخول المنزل لا سيما غير المسكون ورد فيه حديث لكنه لم يثبت عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بسند صحيح about saying the salam when a person says assalamu alayna wa ala ibadillahi salihin that is not evidenced in an authentic hadith but just to say assalamu alaykum عند دخول المنزل فيه بركة على الإنسان وعلى أهل بيته that brings baraka blessing to you and to your family in the home that you say assalamu alaykum when entering the home وفي الترمذي عن أنس رضي الله عنه قال قال لي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا بني إذا دخلت على أهلك فسلم that when you enter upon your family you go back home then give the salam upon entering تكون بركة عليك وعلى أهل بيتك it will be a blessing for you and a blessing for the family in your home blessing for you and a blessing for your family in the home وَمَنْ سَلَّمَ إِذَا دَخَلَ بَيْتَهُ فَهُوَ ضَامِنٌ عَلَى اللَّهِ تَعَالَى أي صاحب ضمان that if you give the salam when entering your home then you are under the what we say these days guarantee of Allah you are under the guarantee of Allah Allah is in your protection it is mentioned in a hadith ثَلَاثَةٌ كُلُّهُمْ ضَامِنٌ عَلَى اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ Three people are all under that guarantee from Allah. رَجُلٌ خَرَجَ غَازِيًا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Somebody who goes out in battle in the path of Allah حَتَّى يَتَوَفَّاهُ until he dies فَيُدْخِلَهُ الْجَنَّةِ أو يرده بما نال من أجر وغنيمة ورجل راح إلى المسجد فهو ضامن على الله تعالى حتى يتوفاه نعم ورجل دخل بيته بسلام فهو ضامن على الله عز وجل 
A person who goes out in jihad, a person who goes to the mosque, and a person who gives the salam when entering the home, then those three are all under the protection and guarantee of Allah. One of them there clearly being mentioned as a person who gives the salam when entering his home, then he is under the guardianship, the guarantee, the protection of Allah. In another hadith, ثَلَاثَةٌ كُلُّهُمْ ضَامِنٌ عَلَى اللَّهِ إِنْ عَاشَ رُزِقَ وَكُفِيَّ وَإِنْ مَا تَدَخَلَهُ اللَّهُ الْجَنَّةِ Three types of people are under the guarantee of Allah. When they live, when they're alive, they have what they need. Allah provides for them, gives them rizq and sustenance. And when they die, Allah enters them into paradise. Who are those three types of people? One of them is the one who goes out in the path of Allah in battle. Another one is the person who comes to the masjid. Uh, and another one is the one who goes home and enters his home and says dhikr also particularly assalamu alaykum does the salam when entering the home so then he is under the guardianship and protection of Allah dhaminun ala Allah ay sahibu dhaman wa dhaman ar-ri'ayah li shay wa ma'anahu annahu fi hifdillahi wa ri'ayatihi wa tawfiqihi so you are under the guardianship and protection of Allah when you say the salam upon entering your home. That is the chapter we're going to finish on today. Next time we start on the chapter regarding the du'as you're supposed to say when using the... going into the bathroom, coming out of the bathroom. There are du'as to be said. There are du'as to be said when going into the bathroom and coming out of the bathroom. There are du'as. So that is what we're going to begin with next time. Any questions on that? Mm. If you say what? But wait, the bathroom ones, you have to ask that question next week. Because next week we're going to do the bathroom questions. So remember that question, don't forget it, ask it next week. Today we have to do the questions about the house and going in and coming out. No, because you do the dua. If it's your home, as you enter, you're doing the dua, your dua prevents the shaitan. That's it. person forgets but then you remember after you've entered it can still be done the dua can still be done when you remember now you forgot as you were coming in but now you came in you remember do the dua it's still upon entering the home if it's much much later now it's gone but then you can do other dhikr of course there are many other types of supplications reciting surah al-baqarah to keep the shaitan out many other things too so initially you do that when you first enter or just thereabouts. But if it's too long afterwards, all day you've been in, now you remember 10 hours later, then just do the other adhkar and the other du'as of being in the home. Alright, think about it this week. Next week we're going to talk about that topic, inshaAllah.